Hello everyone. We would begin with the chapter 1 of Bhagavad Gita. The power of letting go. The significance of chapter 1 of Gita is that it introduces you with all the characters of the war. Besides that, it also introduces you with the qualities of individuals who participate in it. The first chapter brings in light the confusion of Arjun and his attachment to his family and people. Some translators have variously titled the first chapter as Arjuna Vishuddha Yoga, Pratham Adhyaya, The Distress of Arjuna, The War Within, or Arjuna's Sorrow. The Bhagavad Gita opens by setting the stage of the Kurukshetra battlefield. The very first verse is a dialogue between Dhritarasht, father of the Kauravas, and Sanjaya, his advisor. Sanjaya was given divine vision so that he could provide a real-time commentary on the Mahabharata war for the sightless Dhritarasht. This verse begins to reveal one of the recurring themes of the Gita. The downside of extreme attachment to objects or situations. Dhritarasht was extremely attached to his sons and his kingdom, which is one of the reasons that the Mahabharata war occurred. He refers to his nephews as Pandu's sons, indicating that they are a third party, whereas his sons are referred to as my sons. Dhritarasht was blind from birth. Unfortunately, he was also bereft of spiritual vision. He knew very well that his sons were equally blind in the matter of religion and he was sure that they could never reach an understanding with the pandavas who were all pious since birth duryodhan the eldest son of dhritarasht the eldest of the 100 kaurava brothers is perhaps the only prominent character who is described in the epic as the epitome of the evil and injustice dronacharya he was the royal guru to the kauravas and the pandavas he was a master of advanced military arts including the devastras arjuna was his favorite student Bhishma the grandfather of Kauravas and Pandavas he was one of the most powerful warriors of his time and in history 
despite being about five generations old. Bhishma was too powerful to be defeated by any warrior alive at that time. So due to such powerful characters in Kaurava's team, Duryodhan was confident about his victory, which was never going to happen because Lord Krishna was on the side of the Pandavas. And whenever and wherever the Lord is present, the Goddess of Fortune is always there. Also, it is said that when Lord Krishna blew the transcendental conch shell, it indicated that there was no hope of victory for the other side. In the text 19, it is mentioned that the hearts of the sons of the Drasht were shattered by the sounds vibrated by the Pandavas. This is due to the Pandavas and their confidence in Lord Krishna. One who takes shelter of the Supreme Lord has nothing to fear, even in the midst of the greatest calamity. The texts 21 and 22 are notable. Here, Arjuna asked Sri Krishna to draw the chariot between the two armies. As a pure devotee of the Lord, Arjuna had no desire to fight with cousins and brothers. But he was forced to come into the battlefield by the obstinacy of Duryodhan, who was never agreeable to any peaceful negotiations. Therefore, he was very anxious to see who were the leading persons present on the battlefield. Although there was no question of a peacemaking endeavour on the battlefield, but he wanted to see them again and to see how much they were bent upon demanding an unwanted war. Krishna could understand Arjuna's purpose in placing the chariot in the midst of the armies. As the super soul of all living entities, Lord Krishna could understand what was going on in the mind of Arjuna. The twentieth verse was the turning point. Upon seeing the excellent grades of the opposite army and the fierce mood of his own kinsmen, he said, My dear Krishna, seeing my friends and relatives present before me in such a fighting spirit, I feel the limbs of my body quivering and my mouth drying up. He became so impatient that his famous bow Gandiva was slipping from his hands. All these are due to material conception of life. Due to this impatience, Arjuna was unable to stay on the battlefield and he was forgetting himself 
on account of this weakness of his mind excessive attachment for material things puts a man in such a bewildering condition of existence when a man only sees frustration in his expectations he thinks why am i here arjuna is reluctant even to kill his enemies let alone his relatives he thinks that by killing his kinsmen there would be no happiness in his life and therefore he is not willing to fight just as a person who does not feel hunger is not inclined to cook he has now decided to go into the forest and live a secluded life in frustration arjuna considered that rather than killing his own kinsmen for political reasons it would be better to forgive them on grounds of religion and saintly behavior he did not therefore consider such killing profitable simply for the matter of temporary bodily happiness after all kingdom and pleasures derived therefrom are not permanent so why should he risk his life and eternal salvation by killing his own kinsmen in text 43 arjuna continues saying o krishna maintainer of the people i have heard by the disciplic succession that those whose family traditions are destroyed dwell always in the hell how strange it is that we are preparing to commit greatly sinful acts for the desire to enjoy royal happiness in text 45 arjuna decided that even if attacked by the enemy in such an awkward position he would not fight he did not consider how much the other party was bent upon fighting all the symptoms are due to soft heartedness resulting from being a great devotee of the lord in the last 46th verse sanjay reported this to dhritarashtra and it was a relief message for dhritarashtra that arjuna will never fight now but at the same time he was equally frightened about the presence of shri krishna with him who was the master of all the mahabharata is not the history it is a dharma gratha that is work treating religious and ethical questions we shall leave aside the question of violence and non violence and say that dharma gratha was written to explain man's duty in his inner strife the battlefield described here is primarily the one inside the human body the physical battle 
in the Mahabharata is only an occasion for describing the battlefield that is the human body. It is the human body which has been described as Kurukshetra or the field of Dharma. The epic describes the battle ever raging between the countless Kauravas and Pandavas dwelling within us. So the problem of samsara is shown in the first chapter. Can be said to be the problem of attachment, grief and delusion. When one is not happy with oneself, one has to seek external aid. This leads to dependence and attachment. Since the conditions of the dependent factors are unpredictable, the very peace of mind of that person is in trouble. A disturbed mind can make only faulty judgments complicating the matters further. Thus, a vicious cycle is created. This, in short, is the problem of the samsara. We'll start with chapter 2 in the next episode. Stay tuned. Thank you.